the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2022. Keep listening to hear John Ting as we share his talk, Breaking a Limiting Mindset. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Now to the episode. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. So we have to unblock some mindsets. You know, I've been practicing for about 10, 11 years now, and the guild has really helped me. Uh, even before then, I'm, I've joined another group called Entree Leadership, and that was with business owners across the country, all types, different types of industries. Uh, so I've really jammed back, jam-packed a lot in this. Uh, raise your hand if you became a law firm owner and thought you were going to get freedom from it. Yeah, I, I thought I was going to get that. So I'm still in pursuit of freedom. And what I mean by freedom is so that you don't have to go on vacation or a conference like this and look at your emails, pull out your laptops. I'm guilty of it already. Um, so the first thing I want to share with you is a secret. Okay, it's my secret weapon that is the theme to this presentation. And that is two words, customer service, okay? Uh, Bill talked about, um, you know, the managing client expectations. So that's kind of part of that. And um, there's three things within customer service, okay? That's really helped me. It's not just for your clients. It's also for potential clients, you know? So we're going to start with marketing, okay? The three topics, marketing, fees, and delegation. I'll try to not make this that boring. But you have to be intentional. At least Bowie mentioned this this morning is that you have to be intentional with your parenting, just like you're intentional with your law practice. So I think a lot of y'all probably pay for SEO. You're drowning your money in there. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm not saying SEO is bad. I think it's good. But you need to do something else. Okay. In addition to that, you need to keep them, you need to retain their attention. Okay. So a lot of us here in the guild, at least, have a YouTube channel, have some kind of social media channel, okay? And that's to really that's to build the trust, sharing, getting credibility, just as if you were in court, right? When anyone started a law practice, did anyone tell you don't pay for yellow pages? I got that a lot. That was a tip 10 years ago, okay? And, and I learned from that. I didn't do yellow pages, but I, I paid for Aldea. It's the Spanish subsidiary of Dallas Morning News. I drowned in money from that. 
got a lot of calls. It was great. But for some reason, people kept price shopping. I was like, oh, I thought it was just normal because I practiced mostly immigration. I thought, I thought that's normal. That's just what immigrants, foreign nationals do. But after I created the YouTube channel about a couple years ago and now TikTok about a couple months ago, you're building credibility. Now, when people, I just hired an associate three months ago and she's like, man, people really want to talk to you. I'm like, yeah, that's because all these channels like TV, really. So you're attracting them. A lot of us are already doing that, but there's a step two, okay? Other than building the trust, but step two is retaining their attention, not just on the channels, giving them a document. You ever go to an event and, uh, I don't know, like yeah, an event and they give you a brochure, some information, hey, just take it home. This is what we do in our law practice. So kind of give you an idea of our, uh, when someone calls in for the first time in our law firm, we find out, the, my VAs find out what kind of case type it is. Maybe it's like they want to, the company wants to sponsor an employee or it's the employee calling. Whatever it is, we have a guide. Some people call it like ebook, okay? It's really like 10 pages of a PDF, okay? Has anyone had a week or a month? You're like, man, I'm getting a lot of questions, of similar questions. I'm sure you had that moment. Maybe Dustin, you had a, a week where it was like um, spring break or something and people are just drinking and driving all week, all times of day. And um, you get the similar questions. Oh, can I get my driver license? And um, can I get my drive? Can I drive after getting a DWI charge or something like that? And you're like, yeah, you might have it on your website, but are they going to visit your website again? So this is what we've been doing. We created different, a lot of different PDFs a free guide for each case type, okay? And we email it to them. We use DocSend. You can upload the document to DocSend, D-O-C-S-E-N-D.com. It's a subsidiary of Dropbox, and it's kind of freaky. You can track when they see it, when they open it, because they have to enter their email in it to look at it. And so this guide contains FAQs, common questions, all right? So we send that to them, and then we haven't even really gone deep into it. But what you can do next, what we plan to do is, okay, when we follow up on the sales process, you know, we'll check, okay, it's been a week. Okay. Have they looked at it? Because then we can tailor our conversation with them. Oh, you haven't looked at it. You know, we emailed it to you want to, or you have looked at it, you know, have any questions about it. Okay. And on one of the last pages on the ebook or the guide is our core values, mission statement, vision statement, how to refer cases to us, how to refer people to us. I know it may sound strange like to include that kind of question, but when we actually receive emails or calls from people. I loved, I loved your work. Can we refer a case to you? Of course. Sounds like a silly question, but if you have this, all this information in the guy, they can always revisit. Maybe they search an email, John Ting, or your, you know, your law firm name, and maybe they'll uh, come across it again. Okay, so I mentioned this because one of my, our VAs that handle the calls, okay, the intake team, which you call the CARES team, everything I'm sharing with you, please steal it from my website, okay, and this presentation. You can go to the uh, website, greencardguys.com. And so I've had clients or potential clients hire us six months to a year later because of these guides. We're constantly improving it. I just got a message from a team member yesterday. She was like, John, can we just pause on updating these guides? Because the great thing about Doxin is that when you share the link with them, which by the way, we create a template email so they don't have to retype, oh, here's the free guide by Ting Law Group about this case type. So we create the template emails. 
don't have to change the link. On DocSend, you can just re-upload the new document and retain the same link. Okay, so you might be wondering, what the hell is a bassinet doing on this presentation? I have two kids. The first kid, we're, we're being cheap. We didn't have this bassinet on the left, okay? And we got one of the cheaper ones. As you can see from Google, you can see like it comes from Walmart, Kohl's. Because we didn't understand, when we first had the first babies, three and a half now, we're like, we, this product on the left just came out. We didn't understand it. It did have the features, the benefits on the website, but we just didn't feel like they had 882 reviews or even 73 reviews about it yet. It just literally came out that year. And then the second kid came around two years later. It was 11 months old now. And we're like, you know what, Tao, can we, can we take a look at this thing again? Has anyone heard of the snoo? Okay, we got a couple hands raised. Come on, dads, you gotta know about the snoo. It's gonna save your life. Okay, save some headache. The main benefit I can share with you is it allows the kid to sleep. Allowing the kid to sleep allows you to sleep, okay? It doesn't work for everyone, but most babies it does, newborns. I think it's only good for like five months or six months. This is why I'm sharing this with you. Because have you ever had a, a potential client call, you have a consultation with them and they're like, yeah, yeah, I hear the legal strategy. I hear it. That's great and everything. But what are you actually going to do for me? How do we get there? And you're like, well, we update you or you, you might be stumped like what to say, right? So immigration world might be different from your practice area, but I still think, you know, you should share these benefits. Okay. So it's all on my website. This is an example of the snoo, the benefits of the snoo. So I mentioned the first thing was like social media channels, building credibility. Okay. So for us, that's Google reviews, for example, or Ava, whatever you use, I recommend Google. And then, uh, so you have the credibility and the reviews. Okay. Those go together. And then, so for us, I have five benefits on my page, which really it can be applicable to any law practice, transparency, access to attorney. Has anyone had clients, paid clients, raise your hand if this happened to you. They call in and you're like, uh, your assistant, whoever answers says, attorney, attorney, so-and-so is not available. I'm very sorry. He's at court or she's at court or in a client meeting. And then your assistant writes it down on traditional yellow pad. And then you forget about it or he or she forgot to send it to you. I'm sure several of you, right? So you need to do this. Here's another secret, Calendy.com or something similar. Tom, you know what I'm talking about, but not just Calendy. You need to create a box just for current clients. Okay. I'm not saying have it 24 seven. Don't promote that by the way, you, you are readily available, but not 24 seven for us. We have it Tuesdays and Thursdays. I say this, I have my associate say it now in every consultation, we have access to us. We're different than most law firms but it's not 24 seven. If you uh, have a question as a Friday and you missed that Thursday box, then email us, we'll get back to you. That's one of our benefits. I think any law firm can use that as a benefit. So I talked about transparency. I say transparency because at least in the immigration world, a lot of people who come to us as a second or third attorney, sad as it may be, they're like, I can't get my documents from the previous lawyer or my current lawyer. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, I gotta have them sign a consent form and all that, it just takes time. So we say transparency, not just with fees, but also with documents on day one, okay? On onboarding. So we share Dropbox folder as an example. 
Let's see what else we have. So probably the two ladies in the back. I don't want to assume your moms, but do you know how much the snoo is? Yeah, 1500 bucks. Yeah, we definitely paid for it the second for the second kid. I have not regretted it one bit. It was amazing. It rocks slowly, by the way. It helps uh, the babies think that they're in the womb. The Zapathon is back. If you're new around here, the Zapathon is the OG automation workshop. At this next exclusive guild event, we're partnering up with Maximum Lawyer's good friend, Kelsey Bratcher, to bring you a day and a half automation workshop. The idea of automation is simple, right? Identify a repeatable pattern of tasks and then use technology so that business process can happen without you. But setting up that technology can be daunting, time consuming, and even have a steep learning curve. Join us in person and you'll create automations on site that will start working for you before you even leave Austin. Join the guild today and grab your ticket at maxlawevents.com. Here's the thing that leads up to the topic about fees. Okay, I don't know if that's really the Peloton, I forgot, but I'm a paying member of Peloton. For the last two or three years, I was so going every day for the first year and a half. And then, you know, Texas, the grid didn't work out for about a, a couple of days. And I just fell off the bandwagon on that. But I'm still a paying member. Can you believe that crap? It's ridiculous. Costco. I don't know about you. I'm in the burbs. I'm in Sugarland, a suburb of Houston. There's a Costco like a few minutes down the road. I probably could get something from Kroger, another grocery store, but screw it. We're going to Costco because we just need to buy in bulk every week for some odd reason. And um, what what do you think they have in common? Anyone want to blur it out? Exactly. So that's pretty much what I'm doing. Okay. You may have heard that more for like business attorneys. I've seen that during when the pandemic started flat fees. I know that might be, I don't know if that, how you can do that for PI, but, um, or other type of uh, hybrid. But the reason I don't really call them clients when we have the uh, consultations, I call them members. I call my quotes membership plans. Okay. So here's, here's an example, just truncated version. Okay. Niches and riches. I think most people talk about that, about practice area, but I also talk about for relation to membership plans in the immigration world, especially if you heard of like USCS, uh, green card interviews, some people don't want a lawyer at the interview because it costs more, it takes more of your time as an attorney. Right. And then, so we have the light pro and max. And, um, so the light plan is more for like the DIY. They don't care about like, after you file the case, People, I have some clients that are just great. They don't want to talk to me at all after we file it until the interview time comes. And then pro, okay, you have like, uh, we have uh, preparation videos. And then sometimes people watch the videos and they don't even schedule a call with me, but we have it available. And the max, for example, is the interview representation. So you price it to where the pro and max are really close together, okay? So if they pick a pro or if they pick the max, you're okay. It's still within your budget, okay, in terms of expected revenue. Something like um, something we call like family preference case where the wait time for to help a family member get a green card, maybe 10 years, we encourage them to pick the light plan. Picking and all we have to do is file the first application. I don't want to be stuck with the case for 10 years. So something that I think Bill talked about earlier is uh, the duration of the case life cycle. That's what we think about as well in each of these plans when we recommend something. Because some people, potential clients still ask us, which one do you recommend? So we are have another sales opportunity there. Okay. But um, I do also recommend, in terms of niches and the riches, for us in immigration and our law firm, we really try to focus on like five, top five ideal case types. And we even created 
like an avatar of a client. I think I heard this on, on one of the weekly weekend calls with Tyson and, and Jim. So by the way, if you're not in the guild, you might want to consider it because there's little nuggets here and there that provide a lot of value. Okay. In terms of uh, delegation, how many of y'all have VAs? How many of y'all are doing everything, answering phones, everything like that? Okay, more power to you. I'm impressed. You may have heard of a lot of people talk about the 80% rule. I finally hired my first associate three months ago, thanks to the guild in the hot seat. I had, uh, I think, in August last year, and I had a plan. Okay, like, I need to hire an associate, at least put up the job posting in January. And um, members of the guild were very helpful to keep me accountable. And I knew in ahead of time, it's not going to be perfect. I just got to make progress, like uh, Tyson says all the time. Have you made progress on it, okay, on your, uh, on your objective or your goal? That being said, 80% is for everything. It's not just like the legal work product. It's also emails. If you haven't listened to the Maximum Lawyer podcast that I was just um, had the honor of being on a couple weeks ago, I have a lot of nuggets there to talk about different, um, different tips on, on delegation as well. But one of them is having a shared email inbox. So during this conference even, or on my flight, maybe I didn't, I didn't have time to like draft the email, but I, I always ask team members, you need to draft the email first. And if you need me to, I will look at it. And so I can edit it if necessary, because I've just heard horror stories where people do email out something that's like, oh, that's not the legal strategy. Okay. Or even though it's not nothing to do about legal strategy, but the, the client just did not, would not have appreciated that type of language. So, and so that's something else about VAs. If there's something, especially if it's a VA or remote worker from uh, outside America, there's some maybe slight cultural differences in language you might need to train them on, okay? Something to consider. So uh, any questions? Yes. So uh, my membership plans have evolved. Before I had it more like what you're saying, paying every month. I think that's what you're alluding to, paying every month up until the case is over. I, d I played around with that with people who really needed a payment plan and... Um, Maybe, and even maybe needed a lower payment plan, like um, amount. But now I just, uh, in terms of this membership plan, I have it phrased where it's listed services because people always ask us, what do you actually do? And I tell immigration lawyers and all these Facebook groups, friends, we do a shit ton, okay? People don't know it. It's mostly customer service. We're a call center. Think of it as like a, a lot of PI lawyers here, like this is like a call center, right? like a claim center, an insurance agency. Some people, and that's why the guides are helpful because some people have very common questions you get, your assistants get all the time. So just put it in that guide. And like, I just responded to email. I said, client, you missed a deadline. For reference, for the next time we file this, need to look at the guide, need to look at the timeline step-by-step step, so you know what, when, to, when to take action. Hopefully that answers the question. So how I do it, at least for immigration, 1500 deposit, 500 a month. And then whenever the balance is zero, they're, they're done paying. But the mem yeah, membership plan is really to list the services. Yeah. And even some plans I list out client support by a legal team and support team. Mm -hmm. But the light plan, like you saw, only to file, I, we leave that unchecked. Any other questions? I could blabber all day, so yes, sir. Yes, the uh, the talk was titled uh, "Breaking Women's Mindset." Did you 
five to get a mindset change at some point. Yes, because the sorry, I didn't really uh, mention it, but yeah, look for example, the um, like TikTok, social media. I think people just put content out there and think it's gonna like when people have consultation, they're just gonna sign up. They have a legal problem. Okay, they called me. They're gonna sign up. No, I mean they at least immigration sometimes is not immediate. Detained cases, sure, but um, yeah, most people. I don't. Maybe PI is different. What practice area do you have? Do you practice? Okay, so that should be you. Would I don't know. I've never taken a criminal case, so I don't know. But do you find that people are more on it to hire? Yeah, usually when they call us, they're, they're in it. So uh, if not, okay, I'll, I'll maybe give you a call back in six months. So right, that's good. So it might not be necessary for everyone, but I think the guides are helpful. Like, um, yeah, because maybe they maybe they don't hire for the first. I'm just thinking about it. You know, for your criminal defense. Maybe it's like a low-level offense, but if you represent like an immigrant and they don't understand that the, – you might know this already, I think. But if an immigrant uh, pl uh, takes a plea bargain, right, it can affect them for immigration. But, you know, you're, we're all busy. Sometimes you might, might miss it in our checklist to discuss with them, and, or they might not remember. They might not – most of the time when I get – calls complain about other lawyers they're like oh so and so didn't tell me i'm like i know this lawyer i'm pretty sure they would have told you so these guides help with that too even though we always have a disclaimer there's not legal advice just like you know website or whatever so that was a mindset block for me okay because we got a lot of calls just like i'm mentioning about the when i uh had advertisement on the spanish newspaper that was difficult because i just was price shopping but so even though i know some lawyers are hesitant on having like video calls for consultations and i love it and i started that really in 2018 because i had the baby and we we're uh, co-parenting so think about that any other questions yes eric yes i mentioned that in the uh the podcast max law podcast try to always mention follow subscribe and share and then share experience and then uh put your phone number at the end Okay, if you have a tagline or something, add that every time. I do that in the beginning at least. Okay, and maybe even like, and always do the captions if possible, at least on TikTok. Because some people watch it at night or in the morning and don't want to wake up anyone else. Okay, all right, well, contact me if you have any questions. Crush it, and you can find me there. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. Maximum Have a great week and catch you next time. Maximum.